Hello, everybody listening to the Fair Weather Podcast. It's your boy 2K Suave. I'm here with my boy A Rod. We're all Tampa Bay out. What's going on, A Rod? <laughs> much, man. Just you know, I'm ready. I'm ready to eat my words. Uh, I had I had no faith in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I I truly hate Tom Brady with every bone in my body. Um, but the man's a winner, and I owe public apologies to some people. I'm going to rattle them off really, really quick. Uh, our guest uh, person that has come on here, Michael Pless, Mark Ramirez, Joe Santiago, Josh Cole, Will Leto, Nick Vasquez, Anthony Vasquez, Rico Williams, Sean Carana, Berta Lopez. If I forgot you, I got a show to do, so I ain't going to fucking go on and say everybody's name, but I will eat my words and I will finally say that the TB on my hat in Tampa Bay does not stand for I Tampa, sound for Tampa Bay. Bay. <laughs> it's standing for, you know, the goat back there who's drunk off the avocado tequila just a little. My boy. That man, that man did it for Tampa Bay and, and gave him championship number two. The University of Michigan came through once again. You know, this is what we do. We produce winners. You know, Charles Woodson in the Hall of Fame, Tom Brady, the greatest fucking football player of all time. And he proved it. Oh, see, the debate to me was there was never a debate about the best quarterback. Like I told you, ever since twenty-eight to three happened against the Falcons, ever since that happened, there was never a there was that the quarterback debate was over. My next debate was football debate, and I always said not nah, Deion Sanders and uh, LT from the Giants. I still got to put them over it. Now nah, I'm done. Yeah, TB got me. He, he got me. I always said Joe Montana and you know, through the years now watching Tom Brady's it, like, there's no, there's no fight. I got no, I got no more fight in me to start backing up other people. Yeah. There's, there's no more arguments. Like it's, it's, it's done. I used to say, Oh, the AFC East was just trash. So he was in the playoffs regardless, but then he just came to another, another conference and did it his first year. Even at that, the AF, the NFC South is pretty tough. It is. You're out, you know, it there's, is. A lot, uh, there's a lot of good players that come out of there. And usually one of those teams is deep in the playoffs or even in the Super Bowl. Uh, Think about so. it. In the last 10 years, the Panthers have been in the Super Bowl. The Falcons have been in the Super Bowl. The Saints have won the Super Bowl. And the Bucks have won the Super Bowl. All mm-hmm. in the last decade. So it's not a joke. Like, they're, they they produce somehow. They'll, they'll, they're going to find a way to, to get deep. So you got to give it to them. got to give it to them. Think about, yep. Look about who he beat to get. He beat Drew Brees. Okay, he beat the Washington football team. That's cool. He had a yeah, he had a very, very hard like he had a, he had to go against the stout defense. Yes. Then he had to go against Drew Brees, who slapped him up two times in the regular season. And Pless come came on here and said it best. It's hard to beat a team a third time. And mm-hmm. he did it. Then he had to go against the MVP and, and Lambo. All said, road games. <laughs> yeah, man. The guy, the guy's a winner. I I I'm sick of saying like it hurts me to say it, but he's he's the best of all time. There's nobody even close. Nobody even close. I'm pro- hey, I'm, I, I am proud of you. I know you were hurting on Sunday, man. I I was gonna be like, man, I wonder how A-Rod's feeling right now. Man, it, to be honest with you, it it doesn't hurt me to see him win. It, it's better that it's not a Patriot anymore. I was going back and forth with a friend of mine on Facebook, um, and he was kind of comparing it to because he's a Knicks fan too. And he said that he was happy to see um, 
Tom Brady not in the same division. And I was like, dude, does, I don't care where he's at. I can't stand him. Yeah. He compared it similar to Michael Jordan. He's like, I had the same respect for Michael Jordan um, when we watched Michael Jordan play. But when he played the Knicks, it was a whole different ball game. You know, yep. he just pulled their pants down and spanked their ass every time. And that's what Tom Brady did to the to my team, the Jets, yep. except for the, you know, the infamous Bart Scott, you know, can't wait. Yep. But then we got slapped up. Um, but let's let's jump into that Super Bowl game uh, off the rip. So 31-9. I predict the 31 points. You did predict America, the I predict the 31 points. Now, I also predict the Chiefs will score 27, but boy, Todd Bowles. I'm, look, you Jet fans. Y'all, y'all done messed up. Been saying it since they. Oh my god! I've been telling it to my my bug friends that you hired the right guy for the defense. Yeah. I mean, he he did well when he was in Arizona with with Arians, and and he did phenomenal here. He got everything he could get out of every player, and in the right times, those guys were in every, you know, place they needed to be. Every every place they had to be, they were there. So going into that game. Uh, I was asked, you know, who should, you know, I didn't, who, who I thought was going to win the game and then who should be the MVP. I said the MVP will, who I would, before the game even started, I said Leonard Fournette would probably, would probably be my vote for the MVP because I feel like they're going to make sure that he gets his, his touches and everything and which he did. But I said a dark horse, there's going to be a defensive player that like, but you remember the Bucks went back in 02 and it was, um, what's his name? Dexter Jackson. Was that his name? Yeah, that won the MVP. I thought it was, I thought it was going to be the same kind of thing where, like a JPP or a Shaq Barrett, you know, one of those guys would be, or a Devin White even would be the uh, be the MVP. But obviously, you understand them giving it to Tom Brady is Tom Brady. So, but yeah. that I mean, first, so remember I told you last week as well. There was something about everything that could possibly go wrong for the Chiefs. Like so, the haircut guy getting mm-hmm. COVID in the middle of a haircut. Uh, at, before we we weren't even on the show when Andy Reid's son got into a car accident, yep. a, a drunk driving car accident. Mm-hmm. On top of the fact that Kansas City couldn't even get to Tampa until Saturday, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, ta- Tampa's sitting home chilling, getting getting home cooking from their wives and stuff. Where Kansas City, they're in the cold preparing. Meanwhile, the son's getting uh getting DUIs. The left tackle tore his Achilles. They're playing with backups. Uh. Patrick Mahomes has turf toe. Come to find out it was even worse than turf toe because now he needs surgery that's going to keep him out for months. Mm-hmm. Every, and I just had a weird feeling that every bad thing that could possibly happen was happening to the Chiefs. And meanwhile, the Bucks, you didn't hear a story. Vita Vea came back. Um, uh, they're, they're secondary, a little banged up, but eh, they were fine. Winfield, everybody was fine. Tom Brady's chilling. There were no COVID cases. Bruce Arians has been chilling. It was just... It, it, it there was nothing that there was not there was nothing that was going to stop the Bucks from winning that game. No, we got to talk about Mahomes. Yeah, that's he he gave everything that he had. That's uh, man, that was that was a tough game to watch if you're a if you're a Kansas City fan or a Mahomes fan for that matter. <laughs> yeah, even if you're a Mahomes fan, because he did not look, and they did not look like the number one scoring offense in football. They looked like a high school team that was ran out there to play against a professional team. Yeah. And it was, it was crazy to watch, man. I, I, I didn't think that it would be that bad. I thought it was going to be a back and forth game, but that offense, they looked like they were running a different playbook. Everybody had a different playbook and 
and they didn't know what to what to do, what what to fucking expect on the field. You know what I thought about? Well, like probably by the third quarter, I looked over because I was you know I was with a bunch of Bucks fans. I was the Bucks the Bucks juice was inside me that night. I, I felt like a Bucks fan. I'm driving around the city doing live streams and stuff. But you know what? I, I told somebody, I was like, you know what? Remember the Broncos had like a prolific, prolific offense with Peyton Manning back in what 2013? And the Legion of Boom just stomped them. It was, it was like I I remember that game. I fell asleep at halftime. It was that boring because it was so one-sided. And that's how I felt about this game. If it wasn't from the only thing that kept me alive and awake was that Mahomes was running for his life the whole time. And I'm scared he's going to get killed. I was like, please take this man out of the game. Y'all going to kill him. Yeah, He had no protection. And that play where he was tackled and threw the ball like 50 yards. Yeah. Holy hell. This boy. It it shows you how great of a competitor and athlete he is just to sling the rock like that. Yeah. But these dudes couldn't catch a ball. They couldn't run the routes. They it was a totally they were pressing. Yeah. You would think you would think this is all their first time in a Super Bowl. I'm like, bro, y'all was just there last year. Exactly. And even coming from a great coach like Andy Reid, you would think he would have some tricks up the sleeve or something like that. But every time on the sideline, you saw him with the with the mask on, he was just like, I don't know what to call. Yeah, I, I really don't know what to call. And yo, man, these these plays, I saw a bunch of different uh takes on each of the games that Tom Brady played against Chase Young called him out and said I'm coming for you he beat him yep uh I think it was the secondary um I know it was um who's the D-line guy Cam Uh, Jordan Cam Jordan said some shit that oh we're playing against the second best quarterback of all time behind Tom Brady and beat them and then I think it was the second the secondary guys talking shit about you know, the Bucks receivers for Green Bay and Tom Brady just runs away with it. Karma comes back to get him. And then Tyreek Hill, yep. you want to play that Shannon Sharp shit? Hell yeah, man. You had a good game. Like man. That, That's my biggest thing is, is be humble, man. Just be humble that you play this game because it's going to come back and get you. And But as a, fo- it's, as a football player, you have adrenaline in your body. It's, it's just I, part of the game, man. I, I, I understand I the, the humble bra- the bragging it, and stuff. But when you're doing it against Tom Brady, bro, that's the problem. He's, he's gonna get you. Could do this. Man. You could do this against Jimmy Garoppolo, but you can't do this shit against Tom Brady. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> do it against. Do it against Jared Goff. Do it against yeah. Stafford. But don't do it against fucking Tom Brady. Like God. You man. know. You know that that. And I, I remember while I was watching the game. He had that look. First, when he came out, he had that look. Then he sat on the bench. You know, that, that little hunched over, like, like he's like, I'm fucking sick of this shit. Tight look that he has on his face. And I look, I looked at everybody in the house. I said, yo, he about to kill these folks. Because <laughs> he gets that Terminator, you call him Terminator, that that psycho, psycho Tom thing that he that happened. I'm like, bro, he, here he goes. He about to kill him. You know, it's like MJ got that little that look. Kobe had the little snarl. LeBron had that game six Miami against Boston look. Tom Brady got that hunched over the over the um thing. Like, all right, it's game time. <laughs> yeah, when they have the the camera coming from up top and he's over the bench just like this, yeah. Just I'm like, oh, it's over, bro. He, the whole new. Why ball. y'all piss him off, <laughs> dude? He was even chirp- chirping with Tyron Matthew back and forth, and you could you, you could saw talk- that. You saw that, yeah, exactly. And you saw Tyron, Tyron's lips. He was like, "I don't, I can't cover them. I can't do this." Like, 
the rest are on their side. And I'm telling you this, man. I'm I'm no consp- I don't believe in any conspiracies. Nothing. You don't. When it comes to Tom Brady, though, this is the only thing I believe in conspiracies. I want you to just hear me out. He's leaving to come to Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. The initials are TB, Tom Brady, marketable already. Yep. The Super Bowl is here, marketable Just already. so happens to be here, mind you. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you've got a pretty easy schedule, marketable already. You've got everything that you need on offense already, marketable already. Mind you, you they already oh, had that stuff on offense, and guys came over for cheap, Leonard Fournette. Exactly. Who... Name everybody who scored a touchdown for the Tampa, Tampa Bay Bucks on Sunday. Gronkowski had two of from the Patriots. AB had one. Patriot Steeler uh, Raider Leonard Fournette, just the Jacksonville Jaguar, and then Ryan Suckup, the kicker. Like not one Buck, real Buccaneer, actually even scored a touchdown in this game. Nope. I'm like, bro, what the? Can, can Mike Evans get something? <laughs> exactly. Mike Evans is happy, man. I'm happy for him. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, I'm ha- I, like, I like Mike Evans. We get we get rid of the alarm clock jerseys. We go back to the you know the red pewter and black and yep. white. Yeah. Marketable right there. Marketable. Yeah. And then you just have this historic run. And I'm not saying the refs are on Tom Brady's side, man. But Tom Brady gets a lot of calls, man. Tom That's Brady superstars. LeBron get calls. Michael Jordan get calls. Kobe is. got calls. It, it, Tom Brady get calls. It's going to transition to our next thing. But like, if you're a good player and you're and you're considered the goat, you're going to get your calls. And it kills me to see that shit because there was some there were some questionable calls in that game that yeah. were against the Bucks. But at the same time, it wasn't going to help the Chiefs. At, at the same time, thirty-one to nine is thirty-one to nine. You can't oh, get the ball in the end zone once. One, yeah. I mean, I, there was some that hit them in the helmet. People were dropping things. I'm talking about, like, there was no protection. So no matter what, I know the refs kind of, was, in, especially in the first half, the refs were very one-sided in the first half. I'm like, bro, what the, all right, yo, what's up? But at, still, 31 to 9 is 31 to 9. If it was 31 to 28, all right. It'd be a different discussion. But, we yeah, can they, talk. They got, we can talk. Watching the game, it was – it was almost as boring as watching the lion. It was not the lions, the um, the Rams and the Patriots. Yeah, just like I actually enjoyed that game. If if you like defense, I guess I love defense, and I love defense too. But that's why I was such. I was so happy to see. I was the Bucks displayed a level of defense that made me proud to live in the city of Tampa. Hence, why I have the flag waving in the back and I got the hat on right now because I'm all about. Defense wins championship. Offense will get you where you need to get to. Kansas City's offense got them where they needed to get to, but the better defense won. Now, I have to piggyback off of one thing that you said. You say you don't believe in conspiracy theories. There's only one conspiracy theory that I actually believe in besides Tom Brady and the refs. Did man actually land on the moon? I mean... We're done. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. That's a podcast for another time. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's. I'm happy for the city of Tampa. Like I said, we're. I'm. I've been in Tampa. You know, this is this is the greatest place. I I don't want to move anywhere. I love the city, but yeah, I'm stuck. You know, it's, it's, it's just historically bad for the Buccaneers, and I'm I'm happy to see this win. I just I want the winning culture to be here because I want to see Buck fans more and more out because during the regular season, in the last couple of years under your rock, yeah, you know, it hasn't been it hasn't been great. And the guys that I rattled off are the only ones that I know that are thick and thin through it. 
into it. I've been like I've been seeing people now. I mean, they now they boasting, oh. boasting now. I'm like, whoa, where, where was you? Where the hell was you? <laughs> exactly. My mom is here. I'm like, mom, you don't watch football. Get this shit out of here. My mom called me. My mom don't even live in Florida no more. She lives in Texas. And she called me, man, Tom Brady, that's a bad boy. I'm like, I know. I know. Bad boy, man. I know. But I'm happy I ate my words. I really am. I'm really happy for the city of Tampa. This is good. Um, it's a crazy place to party at, man. They're going to be partying for a long time. But this this win for Tom puts him in exclusive talk. There's, there's nobody in the end. Like, he's in GOAT talk. And we're gonna rattle down every goat for every uh, sport, and Tom is definitely the face of the NFL now. I mean, if you okay. want to do offense and defense, you could do that. But when you say there's the no conversation, there's no there's conversation. conversation. I always had an argument for Joe Montana, but I just I just crumbled that piece of paper up, and I and it's gone. My like, it's argument was Deion Sanders and LT uh, from the Giants. And I, mean, I, I never watched Jim Brown. I didn't grow up on that era, so I can't tell you. But I, I watched LT, I didn't watch LT live as an adult, but I watched what he, I mean, the left tackle is the highest paid position because, because of, of LT. Like that man was crazy. And then Deion Sanders was just- The swag. Everything. He made me love, he made me love football. I'm like, I want to be like Deion. <laughs> but Tom is definitely- Tom, NBA, we have MJ, um, and then we can maybe or LeBron throw or Kobe and LeBron are okay. holding on at the ankles. LeBron they're, they're on the way, stop playing with him. I'm not playing with stop him. I'm playing man. with that 36 year old man. He's coming for y'all. He's, I mean, there's some stuff that's hard for him to eclipse from Michael Jordan, but what? as far as getting to the, no, 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 no. my what? only argument is that when Mike went to the ship, he got it done. I know LeBron's been there 10 times. But when when you're brought in to do your job, you get it done. So what That's happened to the other the other nine years that he was not in? in he was not in, in the championship. Getting to the ship, getting to the ship, and winning. Bro, it if you can take a bunch of scrubs, if you can take a bunch of scrubs to the finals, I don't give a damn. I'm impressed by that. I'm not saying that. There's there's different bullet points we can argue for each. Okay, of these we're not we're not we're not having this conversation today. And we're, we're definitely we're, not because I'll. I have a whole checklist. I have it for both too, man. Trust All me. Right. That's it's, it's. I love them both equally. I have them one. I have them one A, one B, mind you. So it's not like a. I'm. I just. My problem is that people, because they want to choose Jordan, they find ways to shit on LeBron, to make him seem like he's trash. And I don't have time for that. I don't, I don't got time to shit on. LeBron. I don't have time for that. I remember as a kid, I fell in love with the game of basketball, watching Michael Jordan play. And when I say a man went out on the floor effortlessly and scored, that's all he did. Yep. And when I watch LeBron James too, he's 36. 36. I'm yeah. 36. I'm 36. I'm not Thanos. That dude is, is getting it done just as effortlessly too. Okay. So that's what we have in the NBA. MLB, I guess we could say Babe Ruth would be the GOAT at baseball. Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron is there. There's a whole bunch. There's Hank Aaron. Uh, Willie Mays, Willie Mays, all those guys. But I mean, these are all different. Hey, don't sleep on my boy Barry Bonds. <laughs> Barry Bonds, but he has no rings. That's the only. I know, thing I, know I know, Barry I know, Bonds. I know, I know, I know. I don't get me wrong. Barry Bonds was before the but the Roids was amazing baseball. Baseball, one player cannot get you rings. Mike Trout is the best player in baseball, and it's not even close, in my opinion. And he, he can't even get a playoff win. Twice, yeah. So. Exactly. <laughs> 
NHL, it's definitely Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky, not even close. In the PGA, Tiger Woods and Jack Nicholas are the two that have to be there. You know, and I guess in soccer, we can say Pele as right now, but Messi <laughs> and, and Ronaldo are definitely. So I've been on this. I've So I'm a, people think I'm a Ronaldo hater. I'm not a Ronaldo hater. It's just. I just, you know, pretty boy. I don't want to vote for the pretty boy. I know Messi a little messy. So Messi, like ugly and short. I like Messi. Pele <laughs> was short. I like Pele. Met Ronaldo's like a, you know, supermodel. He's tall. And he I'm like, bro, I want to, I want to vote for him. I want to vote for Messi and Pele. But it's it's really though between those three, pick whoever you want. It don't really matter. <laughs> if we put if we put boxing in there, we can put Muhammad Ali, Floyd Mayweather, and then tennis. We probably have the most dominant player ever in Serena Williams. And she's still uh, going right now as we speak. Yeah, Serena Williams. And then you can throw Roger Federer and, and Rafael Nadal in there as well, too. Um, that's that's a lot of good names to be considered being a GOAT with, and especially being the top of your of your craft. And you know what the, the cool part of all that is? Most of those players that I named, We've been blessed to see play in my lifetime. I, I I was talking about it earlier. I'm so happy to to live in the life that the era that I lived in. Mm -hmm. I got so I got the I caught the back end of Michael Jordan. The last three were the ones I actually paid attention to. The last three rings and Space Jam. I was like, oh God, this guy is God. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I got to get the I got the whole Kobe career, the whole LeBron career. I got some some of Gretzky. I, I didn't get Hank Aaron and, and Babe Ruth, obviously, but I got to see Barry Bonds. Yeah. I got to see Barry Bonds go for that record. Said so I have the, still have the newspaper when he broke Hank Aaron's uh, home run record. I still have it in this jersey. In this box right here, huh? I got a Barry Bonds jersey, man. Beautiful, like bro. So like we have been very very blessed, right? Serena Williams, like God, you know. Tiger Woods, you know what I mean? What's funny about Serena, too, is like her sister was really dominant when she came in. This was better at first. And then Serena just said, Serena said nah, not big sis. Exactly. So, level of difficulty, though, between all these sports, some are team sports, some are individual sports, like how would you say, like, who is the most dominant athlete we've ever seen based on the level of difficulty to do what they do? That, that's that's hard for me to, to pick. My my vote, my vote would be for Tiger Woods, only for the fact that hitting a golf ball and knowing those angles and the ball is this big, the hole is like that big. It's that's a craft that's truly talented to be that dominant and be in there's an hbo doc that's really fucking good i've watch. been meaning to watch it. watch it it's so good yeah um it's 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 very up and down because it shows his downs a lot yeah. but it but he has a there's a lot of people that were in his camp that speak in it and he speaks a little bit at the end but to be that dominant in a white man's sport and to not even claim being completely black at that. Right, he had an identity crisis for the whole way through, still yeah. killing them all. <laughs> he was a prodigy at three. At three, he was on on a I don't know if it was Letterman. Or show. Yeah, he was on on one of those shows yeah. with his dad, and knocking that bitch out. <laughs> dude, that's that's some crazy shit right there. I mm -hmm. I would my vote would be for Tiger. Um, 
And then if you want to take it to just iconic overall, I would say MJ because everybody knows that name. When you think when you say who's the best sports player of all time, everybody like off the rip, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, because in the 90s, from 1990 to 2000, that's the name that you heard all the time. Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan. He got game. He got game. That's that's it. That's, so that's it's tough because the team sports and individual sports is like it's it's tough. You know what I mean. So like I've always put more value on team sports because you have to get the whole locker room to follow your lead. You know what I mean. That's the hardest thing. You have to tie into a different, like the like Tom Brady, for instance. You yep. came from a winning culture, and everybody thought that he was not going to win without Belichick. Yeah, he could still take the model that he was introduced to, and bring it to the Buccaneers and say, "Okay, fucktards, how many of y'all have won the ship? Mm-hmm. None of y'all. Okay, this is how it's going to get done, and we're going to get some phone calls along the way, and they may take your spot, but you're going to get a ring. And they're you're professional. Stay exactly. So, because like you look at individual sports, right? Serena Williams, to me, from an individual sports standpoint, unmatched. Like she's go, she's we, I, you know, LeBron's my guy, right? And we're talking about year eighteen. Serena Williams has been doing this like since ninety seven, ninety eight. Like she's she's plateaued what what anybody I've ever seen do in my entire life. I got no dog in the fight. And she's still still killing these girls, bro. These girls are 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, young legs. You know what I mean? They they never had an injury. They've never dealt with, like, they just, you know, they just do what they do. And Serena. Oh, yes. Serena was winning with a baby in her stomach. And then she's winning after the baby came out her stomach. You know, like, it's Serena is. And I, and again, I do value team sports more than individual, but for 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 one human being to dominate a sport for this long, because think about it, Tom Brady, not Tom Brady, Tiger Woods, and I love Tiger Woods to death. You know what I mean? Even through all the bull crap he went through, he you know he's human and he had a serious downfall. But Tiger Woods would have been would have been like a close close on my list as well. But think of the last ten years of Tiger, like. His but first, he came back and won that I know Masters, he came man. back and won that the one Masters, but his first, I would say his first, what twelve he to thir- twelve to thirteen years was the most dominant of all time, right? Mm-hmm. But then it came crashing and it hasn't been the same. You know, mm-hmm. Serena Williams has been in, the whole way through. She's been she's been dominating. You know, she hasn't had a, a decline like that. And we could say the same thing for Federer and Nadal and stuff like that, but it's... it's the, I say Federer is coming down at the end. Both, yeah, both but Serena is just... She's been crazy. But from a team sport standpoint, I can... I mean, and you know, I, I, I have LeBron and Michael 1A and 1B. For right now, I would still say, out of all team sports, I would say from a cultural impact, Michael Jordan, from a, from a, from a cultural impact. Because... Not only for what he did on the court, it was how he literally changed the whole identity of sports. Like just the shoes, the Gatorade commercials. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get into. The movies. Just, I mean, 
the he's marketable. like a, he's marketable he's a celebrity everywhere and he own like he ownership now he's an owner like he's he owns the, the he's a president like he has the nascar whatever he touches is gold like michael jordan besides washington the washington bullets and then the washington wizards besides washington everything yeah. else that he touched you know turned into gold but don't get it twisted lebron james is right on his tail oh, from yeah, a whole sure. global standpoint because <laughs> he lives it. LeBron lives in a social media era, you know what I mean? Which gets me back to Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo has 263 million followers on Instagram, and LeBron James doesn't even sniff that. So, like, we got there's so many different ways we can look at goats. It's just, it just it really depends on what your flavor is. I think at the end of the day, what it matters about is you know, Tom Brady's not trying to beat any of Michael Jordan's records because he's not going to. The only thing you can go for is like ESPYs. You want to get on a well, ESPYs. I mean, he passed Michael Jordan in rings now. He got seven. Yeah, but that's a different sport. If you put Tom Brady to what's, play out there. What's harder? Set, what's, what's harder? Uh, to get an NBA championship or a Super Bowl? Super Bowl? He has seven. But but, but I'm saying it's, it's he's not been there sport. ten times. Now we're, now we're putting people into other sports that they're not good at. All right, you're at right. I mean, he's an athlete. You're he right. could probably hang with them, but you know, Tom ain't gonna average forty and three and and six. You know, he's gonna. I get it. No, 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 no. I, I I get it. It's just There's, I guess that's that's why I asked you earlier. Degree of difficulty. He shouldn't be chasing anything, Jordan. He should be chasing things in his in his uh, sport and be the best at that. And that he's done that. He's done that. They everyone was talking. Joe Montana's the best football player of all time. Tom Brady said, "No, he's not. I'm gonna show you why he's not." And he's yeah. sing, and he's he's doing it, and and this is my comparison to him and LeBron in a way, and a lot of people been doing it. If you can jump ship and do it with another team, LeBron's done it with three teams. Yeah, this is Brady's second team, and he wants to play till he's what 45, 46? 45, He said, "Dude, the Jaguars should be trading everything they get <laughs> to get Tom Brady and say, bring that culture over here. You know, Bucks take our first pick." Yeah. bring Brady over. Brady should be doing a farewell tour for the teams that have not won a Super Bowl right now. That would be funny. But, I mean, all jokes aside, it's hard to leave a team that has chemistry, a winning culture, and come to one that does not and put it together and use it to your best ability and take them the first year to the ship and first win year. and not even win it. Spank them. Spank them. Put a Defending champs. Put a bad taste in yeah. their mouth. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. Like Tom, Tom is just again the fact when my, when my mom calls me about sports, it's because she's seeing something she don't she don't she don't see often. She calls me about LeBron. She we used to talk about Michael Jordan all the time, and then she calls me about Tom Brady. She's like, bro, Tom Brady, my God. I'm like, I know, mom. This guy is crazy. <laughs> my mom doesn't watch a lot of sports. She gets the highlights. I love her to death. Mom, I love you because you'll probably watch this. Um, but she knows I hate him. And she's still trying to make me be a fan. Uh, but Tom Brady is definitely a first ballot Hall of Famer. Go blue. Uh, blue. Big, big blue. Um, so Hall of Fame class for 2021 is in. Speaking of Hall of Fame. <laughs> Speaking of Hall of Fame. Yeah, you know, so there's a lot of good players on this list. A lot of players we got to see play. Mm -hmm. I got one Jet on the list, and then I got one of my all-time favorite players on there as well. Um, Alan Fanica, 
thanks for your service as a Jet. Yeah. Uh, we'll know you better as a Steeler, but you're in. Tom Floor is a coach. Um, Bill Nunn, he's a he's a scouting personal uh, exec. Uh, Drew Pearson was the famous hail mary catch for the Cowboys. Yep. Uh, they allow, I guess, I guess they put like an old head in there that deserved it after a very, very. That's what long you do. Time. You gotta put an old head in there. <laughs> Might as well. But these next guys are the pivotal ones. Tampa wins the Super Bowl. John Lynch, hey, your ninth time might as well be that time. Dude, if there's any era of football that I love watching in the Bucks was when John Lynch and that defense was there. Because I could go top to bottom and name you that entire team. And John Max. Lynch was, was a big heartbeat in the secondary. And yeah. that guy deserved to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he not- was day in and day out making big name plays and he's got a ring to spin off off of that i I moved to florida in 2000 2000 yeah 2000 i moved to florida in 2000 prior to that i spent time in brooklyn and then the rest of my life was in detroit i got nfl blitz like in like 98 or 99 right for whatever reason because i had to really i hadn't even picked the team my favorite team yet at that point i was i was just picking teams i like the colors but I used to pick the Bucks. Crazy! I never knew I was gonna move to to Florida. I moved to I moved to Kissimmee before I moved to Tampa. I never knew I would pick. I'd be living in the city of Tampa, but I would pick the Bucks because I like the Buccaneers look cool. And my favorite players on that team, living in Detroit, mind you, John Lynch, Mike Allstott, who I just met uh, a few days ago, actually. Nice guy. Warwick, and then Warwick Dunn. Very nice. Guy. And then when I moved here. Simeon Rice was my, I don't know, people don't talk about Simeon Rice enough. I'm like, bro, Simeon Rice was crazy. <laughs> you want to know a funny thing about Simeon Rice? He was at my my school's uh, senior night, and somebody asked for his autograph, and he was like, there's a time and a place for everything, and right now is not that time. <laughs> Everybody's jaw just dropped. We're just like, hey, Simeon, oh. my, Simeon Rice is bad, but John Lynch? He could not play in today's NFL. That man was being with the helmet. He was head, yeah, he was, head first. And <laughs> yeah, he was a he was a head knocker, man. But yeah. he was he was probably one of the best safeties in football. Oh yeah, it was great. <laughs> and that team was stacked from the from the front to the middle to the DBs, man. And and John Lynch was definitely very vocal on the yeah. field. Uh, I was shocked it took him ninth try to get in. I thought he'd be in by third or fourth for sure. Well, now I'm kind of scared to see how long Rondé Barber is going to be in there for. Because He's got to be coming up next. Rondé Barber has had a hell of a career. Yeah, Rondé was stupid. He was way Uh, better than Tiki. (laughs) Very. Tiki was good for TV. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) uh, Another another good player, probably my second favorite player of all time, uh, Charles Woodson, man. My boy, go blue. Another another um, Wolverine for you. Uh, one of the few defensive players that won the Heisman. Is he the only one to win the Heisman? He is the only one. Yeah. But mind you, yo, you got to listen to this man, man. This man played, this man in college, in high school was a running back, right? Mm-hmm. But he said it was bad for his knees when he played. Like he just said, I had knee injuries. You don't want to have knee injuries at 20 years, I had eight, 17 years old, you know? So he said it was a business decision for him to go play defense so that he can preserve his knees and then his first couple years you know he was just playing defense and it just wasn't working like the team was good but wasn't good enough 
So that year he won that the year he won that Heisman, he beat out Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. who it was Peyton Manning's to lose. Peyton Manning was all you heard about too. Peyton Manning was supposed to win the Heisman that year. It's like Trevor Lawrence. He was like that dude was supposed to win, right? Mm-hmm. This man played defense. He played offense. He played kick return. He played punt return. He, he was, yo, he was, with, he was what Jabro Peppers wanted to be. Oh man, bro, I wanted, <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted him to be so successful. He went to the Browns, and now he's a giant. I'm like, bro, this is so. I wasted my boy's career. Jabril Peppers is good. <laughs> Charles Woodson got my attention as a kid because that was that 90, 98? 98? 98. 98, yeah, 98 class. And that's when I was getting very big into sports. And I remember probably the first two jerseys I had was Charles Woodson and Ladanian Tomlinson. You had that, that Raider jersey? <laughs> I had that Raider jersey. That's, that's I had cool the jersey. white one. Yeah. And I still have it. Uh, but he was he was one of my favorite players. And you know how they say uh, DBs are basically wide receivers that just can't run routes and I catch. can't catch. That can't catch. <laughs> that that guy had magnets for hands. Yeah. Magnet for hands, man. I think one year he had and, and it killed me. It killed me to watch him lose to John Gruden, his old coach, and the Bucks. That I, it was the only thing I hated seeing. Yeah. Um, was watching him and uh lose to John Gruden and the Bucks. Um, but I was happy he got it with. Aaron Rodgers. That was def- and he had a great year that year. I think he was all pro and he had like nine interceptions. Yeah, there was doubting him. They were like, oh, he's done. Yeah, he had like four touchdowns. He had like four pick sixes. That's he's like, bro, are you serious? I'm Charles Woodson now. Come on. Like, I think the fact that he was able to go to Green Bay and have that much success kind of solidified his career. Like his Oakland career was really good, but his success that he had as a Packer was like, all right, yeah, this guy in the Hall of Famer. See, that's that's what's good is when teams know they just need something. Yeah, go get it. Like I was saying all year, the Bucks need to go get a set. The Bucks didn't need to get a set. They were getting a new player every week, and I just really wasn't paying attention to it. Yeah, but they knew they needed secondary, just just like the Patriots needed Darrell Rivas for one year. Yeah, thirteen million, one year contract. We're gonna win the ship. Sometimes it's sometimes literally that simple. Yo, we it just is. need this guy, and we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll be fine. Uh, the, the next dude on that list is probably the most do- – one of the most dominant receivers ever, man. Calvin Johnson, first-timer. First-timer. That – talk about – You know how dude. hard it is for a receiver to get on his first attempt? It, it really is. It like, really it doesn't is. happen. Like, Randy Moss and I think Jerry Rice. I think that was it. And and the crazy part about Calvin is is he he Barry Sanders did like he he Barry Sanders he said he probably had at least another five good years left in him and he just said I just my heart's here we just can't win I don't want to go anywhere else I'm yeah. gonna retire I made my money I played my games that's that and you know I respect it teams yeah. I guarantee you teams are still blowing him up I bet you the Bucks are like get this ring get this ring everyone's coming. You know, and he was just like, no, nah, it's just not me. I put in all my hard work here. I've been on losing seasons. Yeah. Didn't he go on the 0-16 lines? Wasn't he, he on, was that on that team? He was on that team. Yeah, like he's been through it all, man. Dan Orlovsky, you know? Yeah, man, like he's he's seen it. He's been in the muck. So Listen, you got to understand, I grew up in Detroit. I grew up on Barry Sanders, right? We have billboards and posters and statues of Barry Bonders all through downtown. I remember. I remember every time you get to downtown or you're getting closer to the stadium, it's all about Barry. And I used to hate the Lions. 
because I'm like, y'all don't do nothing for this man. Like this man is doing everything. And then fast forward to Calvin Johnson. I'm like, bro, y'all not helping this dude out. This dude is the great, it's like one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. Triple coverage, quadruple coverage, zone coverage, bracket coverage. Catching it. I'm like, bro, this dude, he went to a school that ran the ball. He went to Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. And all he do was run the ball. And he had that one catch where it was like way behind him, grabbed the bitch from out the air. I'm like, Calvin Johnson is built very differently. He could have played in any era. He could have dealt with any, any, I, mean, I'm, I don't know, man. It's, it's the Detroit. The Detroit thing just always stresses me out because I, growing up in Detroit, you want to support your team that, that's close by. Yeah. And Calvin is just, he, he was bigger than Detroit. He was, and, and he was a freak athlete, man. The, the separation he could get, and yeah. even if he was tightly covered, he had a full head over the DBs, and he was going to make those catches. Yeah, He was the one guy that I knew was st- – he made Stafford look so good. I mean, Stafford was good coming Stafford's out. Stafford's a good quarterback. I like Stafford. He's Stafford was great for him. There's, I've, yeah. I've got no beef on, on Stafford. Yeah. It just sucks that, you know, Megatron called it quits when he did because I feel like if they could have invested and put together a good team – there could have been good things to happen there. But then again, you know, Aaron Rodgers was spanking people. Um, they went from Brett Favre and then they went to Aaron Rodgers. It was like, yeah, it's a hard division day in and day out because the Vikings are good and then they, they become shitty. But then the next couple of years, they're, they're back in contention. They're back, yeah. The Bears, the same thing. Like the all Bears, the, yeah. The Bears, if the Bears just get a quarterback, they're okay. Like yeah. they're, they're a playoff team. And, historically, and the Bears have always had a good defense. Mm-hmm. Historically, the Bears are a quarterback away from a Super Bowl every year, basically. Exactly. They're always their defense will get them six or seven wins no matter what. But, <laughs> but the Lions are just they have household names like in Dominic Sue. Yeah. Like Calvin Johnson. Just won a Super Bowl. Calvin Johnson exactly. just got to the Hall of Fame. Barry Sanders. Matthew me, Stafford, who just Brady. said finally exactly. enough yeah. is enough. You know? Exactly. So we'll see who the next great line is. But you know the problem with Detroit? And I know you like him, but then they're going to hire this, what, Dan Campbell? Is that his name? That I, man. I think it's a good hire. I that man think. is not going to do a damn thing in Detroit. I'm sorry. I'm Matt Patricia was trash. Jim Caldwell was acting. their words, and I hope it happens. But Jim I, Caldwell, I Jim Caldwell had a winning record, and they fired him. So did so did the guy who was uh, your offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator? What was his name? He has the shorts. Schwartz. Schwartz. Schwartz had a good little run there too, and they just said we can't we can't get it done. No, you so can't explain get it done. to me. Nah, Detroit is a is a shit show. It's a terrible franchise, terrible organization. I'm happy for Calvin though. <laughs> I'm happy for him too. Yeah. Um, and then and then the clear front runner, the the biggest face of all of this and first timer as well. Um, his resume is 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 gold. You know. How long did they take to deliberate for him? Did you hear what they said? No. Nah. They said it took it was a, it took 13 seconds. They just said uh-huh. his name. A little pause. Yeah, he's in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Peyton Peyton Manning, man, it's 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 a great one right there for football to see that one. Yeah, uh, he he's probably one of the players I remember when I was growing up was hearing. I mean, he was definitely he was first overall pick to the Colts. Uh, but who I was second? Who was second? Who was second? Ryan Leaf. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Ryan Leaf. Damn, 
Um, you know who was in that same draft class, though? I knew everyone that was in that draft. Fred Taylor was in that draft class. Charles Woodson was relevant in that draft to class. me for the Eagles. Um, I can't think off the top of my head. That's not Donovan McNabb's draft class. I don't know off the top of my head. I'm not crazy. Syracuse uh, University he was first round pick, and I think he was like third. I don't think he was in that one. Donovan. Oh, okay. I don't think so. I'm going to ask my fact checker to check that for me. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll text you after the episode. But anyways, uh, he was a very dominant player coming right into college. Like, he's the guy that everybody prays he's going to be. Yeah. He, he, he kept holding that torch, and he kept doing it through every career. And he's another one of those guys, just like Mr. Brady, who was able to do multiple teams. With one team yeah. and another. Granted, the defense really helped him out a lot, the last one. But, um, yeah, he he got it done. The only thing I will say that he definitely has one little leg up on Brady is the MVP thing. But at the end of the day, the Super Bowl. He has, what, four or five? He's got a shit ton, man. He's got a lot. Really quickly, two things. My fact checker got back to me. I'm wrong. He was in next class, Donovan McNabb. Second of all, growing up, I would say from from like a 10-year standpoint, Peyton Manning was my favorite football player, like my favorite quarterback in the league, like at that current time. Just quarterback, quarterback. Because I thought he listen, we talk about Tom Brady and all that stuff. Just the way, the same way I think about Aaron Rodgers now is how I thought about Peyton Manning back then. I thought, I thought Peyton Manning was way more talented than Tom Brady. And I will always say, yo, Peyton Manning played from New England. He had like eight rings, right? But <laughs> we don't know that because Tom Brady went to Tampa for a year and just won another ring. So it's like, it's funny to have that. That's what he was. I always would talk about Tom Brady had nothing to prove. That's what, like, he, that's what he had to prove. Peyton Manning, I feel like he had to go to Denver and prove because he went to Denver that first year. He had 50 touchdowns and he he, they got slapped up. Boom. Hit him. <laughs> But he came back with it and he was hurt and he won a ring, but you know, he didn't look good, but he looked like shit, but he still won. <laughs> he looked good. The last but, great run by a Bronco that we know to this day. <laughs> my boy said, I'm out of here. I got my ring. I am out of here. <laughs> yeah, he, you could definitely tell he was stiff and he was one neck surgery away from, uh, you know, yeah. being, being literally immobile. But, but when he dropped that Omaha, Omaha. Oh, oh shit! He changed the play. He changed the play. <laughs> he, he was an exciting player for me to watch. I think yeah. he's one of the few that I could never root against. Yeah, him yeah, and Aaron yeah. Rodgers are just like two that, I, and I, even Drew Brees. I can't root against those guys. I hate rooting against them. Yeah, it could be the Jets playing them, and I'm I'm still gonna like wash these fools. Please do it for me. Yeah, yeah. Let us get the wake up call. Like. And even at that, he's marketable. He's so funny. He's funny. He's such a funny dude. It's crazy. Musket for the, the the what was it the the um, NFL in like my way or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. That shit was funny, man. And it's crazy that he was related to Eli Manning because Eli Manning was so boring. And then you have Peyton Manning, and he's like trend like he's so transcendent as a talent as a talent on the field. But off the field, like you never worried about, oh, what is he gonna do after? I'm like, what can't he do? He can do whatever he wants. Like he does the commercials, he does the detail that Kobe did, he does the the Papa, well, not Papa John's, but the um 
God, he, what else? For a bit. he was with Papa, he did Papa John's for a little bit, right? He did, right? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Peyton, Peyton, he's got his like, own like uh show now, like yeah, with Peyton or whatever. Peyton, Peyton was I'm so happy for Peyton. Like it was not, it's not like we doubted that he was ever gonna be a Hall of Famer, but it's like it's just nice to like again growing up in the era that we grew in grew up in getting into the hall of fame is like a validation of how like all the greats that we witnessed growing up now look at them they're hall of famers and it's like it was just beautiful like the, the it's a nice class him lynch and charles woodson and you know all these other guys it's, it's a good classroom to be in first timer you know it's, it's beautiful it's it's beautiful it's beautiful you're setting up for the next the next guys to come in and it's it's you get to see all these new talents flourish in the nfl like Mike Evans, in my opinion, is definitely going to be one. What Mike Evans is doing right now, like he's he's putting up crazy numbers every year. He's always putting up crazy numbers, and him getting this ring, kind of like, all right, now let's start the conversation for real. Yeah. Like, because people put up stat, like Chad Johnson put up amazing stats for about seven, eight years. Bad teams all the time. Well, he put up stats, and but he never. Chad Johnson and Terrell Owens are like my favorite receivers, by the way. So I'm very biased when I talk about them. But Chad, mm -hmm. for a while, was putting up these kind of numbers. But he played with, with Carson Palmer, unfortunately. Carson Palmer just got to the – he would get to the playoffs, and then everything went south. <laughs> you know what another thing, crazy thing about Peyton Manning is? is like if you look through his offenses that he had, it's insane that he didn't win more with that. Do you, do you think that it was maybe just the defense was just not that good to hang? Um, Edward, Tom Brady. Patrick Brady, the yeah. second or third or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's it, but but if you look at the teams, like the Patriots were pretty good from top to bottom, you know, as far as every position you needed. But when you look at the Colts, I just feel like there's pieces like, yeah, they had Bob Sanders and Dwight Freeney and the other guy that was plugging the hole in the front. I can't think of his name, the big dude. I, I know exactly who you're talking about. I can't Ball think of dude. Name. Yeah. yeah. I, I can see him on Parks and Rec, too. Right, and Donna, Donna hitting on him is what I can see. Oh, my um, God. What's his name? This is going to kill me. DeMarcus Ware. Kill me, too. Because I'm, huh? No, 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 no. Not DeMarcus Ware. Not DeMarcus Ware, no. Oh but anyways. Yes, I need something. got to get off of it. But ah. uh, there's, there's a lot of good players that came in and out of there. But, like, yeah. I feel like right now that defense that they have, is if you threw Tom, if you threw Peyton Manning in there with that defense, oh man, I'd be that'd be some scary shit. You know what would happen? They'd get to the Super Bowl and lose to Tom Brady again. <laughs> Listen, Tom, we were talking about it last week. Tom Brady got this mystical little magical thing that he has, he and you can feel it in the air. Like I, bro, Tampa has felt so different in the last month and a half, two months. I'm like, bro, where? I don't live in Tampa no more. This is crazy. I'm telling you. It's, Certain players just got that thing. And Peyton Manning, as great as he was, he had a kryptonite. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. <laughs> the QB carousel. The QB carousel. Well, with those guys going to different teams, mm -hmm. that seems to be the ongoing topic going into next season. You know, minus the draft, other free agents. But a lot, a lot of players in the quarterback position are looking to jump ship. It's a copycat league. They just saw Tom Brady go to another team because he was disgruntled with his own team. And so, if you don't, if you're not going to talk about Tom, talk mess about Tom Brady leaving, mind you, he was a free agent. All these guys on this list that we're about to say, some free agents, some at the end, you know, some still with their team. 
that's what you got to do. Like it's it's a new era. Like, yeah. But yeah, go go through this list for for the time purposes. Let's just run through the list. Yeah. Maybe give a little bit of numbers or whatever, a little background, and then give our predictions of where these guys are gonna live or yeah. land. Um, There's a couple on that list that I, I want to dig a little deeper on, but yeah, 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 absolutely. So yeah. these ones are all free agents, meaning they literally are on the street right now, hoping for calls, hoping that the agents land them calls. Mm-hmm. First guy on that list, and he's the guy I'm paying and should have been paid for a couple of years now. I should be paid, but they're still not doing it. Dak Prescott. He'll be a cowboy. They'll they'll probably franchise him again. I, I agree with you 100 percent on that. Dak gets the franchise. You gotta tag. make sure that he's healthy. So, like, yo, we're gonna franchise you one more time. Take it or leave it. You know what I mean? Like this franchise is gonna be what? How much? 38 mil, 40 mil? I don't know. 30, I don't How many know. times do you Kirk Cousins somebody is the question? Hey, Kirk Cousins made out like a bandit. Kirk Cousins got a fully guaranteed contract in Minnesota after being franchised twice in uh, in uh, Washington. Kirk Cousins is making bread, so he was three times franchised. I think you only get franchised twice. I, I, I don't think there's a limit. I think they pick up your option or something like that, and then they franchise you, franchise you, and then they say, "All right, do what you want." Dak, what the Cowboys are going to realize is that we were a playoff team with him, and without him. We were trash, super trash, like with all the offensive talent in the world. So should they lock him up long term? Yes. Jerry Jones, though, knowing that quarterbacks are willing to leave their teams now, he's probably thinking Aaron Rodgers might want to come down here in a year. He going to franchise him. He gonna, he gonna, they going to franchise him again. Dak will be disgruntled. But Dak probably wants that long-term security because he just broke his leg. So it's a weird situation, but we'll see. My guess is they franchise him. Mine, mine too. Um, so let's throw his backup in there, Andy Dalton, the Red Rocket. Irrelevant. Next. No, not back. He'll back. He'll be back in Dallas again as a backup. I agree with you on yeah. that. Too. Yeah, he's on the list. I'm just running through the list. Like I'm, yeah. I picked the intriguing. I didn't pick up like Brian Hoyer or anything like that. Who cares what Brian Hoyer does? Yeah. These are like the first like names that stood out to me. Yeah, uh, Jacoby Brissett. Because he's in the opportunity for the Colts are rebuilding to re-sign him, but do they want to go that route? They won't re-sign him because they're trading for Carson Wentz. I'm we're jumping ahead. He they're trading for Carson Wentz. So Brissett will end up in a situation like a Jacksonville, where they're already or a New York Jet, where they're gonna draft the quarterback anyway. Let's bring in Brissett to be the 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 Tyrod Taylor, so to speak, of like, yeah, you know, we got to draft the quarterback anyway, but let's have this professional in the locker room just in case. My my guess would be back to New England. He goes back to New England as that same role. Do you know why I don't think he's going back to New England? Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know. Don't laugh. That's happening. <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky. Back up in Chicago. Resigned. Backed up. I agree with you on that too. Because he's gonna his career from here on out is a career backup. He's never going to be he's never going to be your day one starter on purpose. Mm-hmm. Nope, you can definitely see it. He reminds me of like Chad Henney out there, really shaky. Yeah. Um Fitz Magic, man. Everybody loves him some Fitz Magic. Damn. Miami should bring him back. I think they will. If they I don't mean- get Deshaun Watson, they should bring him back. 
Yeah, she was oh. okay. Fitz, right. Fitzpatrick is a good locker room guy. When at the end of the day, when worst comes to worst, you want somebody who's going to be good for your locker room. He's just fun. Keep, just keep him fun. there. Yeah, he's fun. That, the Jets fucked up with that in the beginning. The culture was there, and they they jerked him around too much, and then they were yeah. like, nah. just keep, yeah, just keep him there. Um, Ty God, I feel so bad for this guy, man. He just can't catch a break. And then right when you're about to come back and play, they puncture your lung. Like, how could that, this happen? To be to be honest. He may not even be on the roster next year. I don't think yeah, that that's definitely debatable too. I think he'll be like a mid-season pickup where like somebody got hurt. They're like, all right, let's bring him in now. We'll bring in Tyrod Taylor now because he's good enough, but like he has that thing where he's like almost good enough to be a starter, but not good enough to be a backup because he doesn't want to be a backup. So yeah. it's like like same thing with um we're talking about Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett is good enough to be a starter for a few games, but like you don't want him just riding your bench because that's a lot of talent just riding on your bench. But it's it comes up to the Tyrod want to accept that. So if he is playing for a team next year, he'd probably be back in a Russell Wilson in Seattle, like something random that oh I didn't know I didn't even know he was on the team, like Geno Smith. I didn't know Geno Smith was on, was on a roster still. Listen, don't ever say that man's name ever. <laughs> so much. <laughs> that was my guess. I would say Seattle. Yeah. Seattle would be a good place for him in case something were to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mr. Jameis Winston. He'll be back in New Orleans. Should be. Sean Payton loves Jameis Winston. And the cap is dropping, which means they're not, they're not going to be able to hold on to uh, Taysom Hill anymore. They're going to have to probably trade or do whatever. I don't know what they're going to do with Taysom Hill, but Jameis Winston – they, I can, I, I feel like he's finally matured, and I feel like he's a southern kid anyway. And mm-hmm. Tampa's not really the south. Tampa's too, too fast for him. I don't think Tampa was the right place for him. New Orleans, though, that Bayou, Cajun, Southern. You saw that Hard Knocks episode. <laughs> yes, like he's a southern boy. He need to be somewhere like he's from Alabama. He needs to be somewhere like New Orleans. And I think Sean Payton loves him. The talent around him will work. So I think. New Orleans is an easy fit for him. And the and the la- I agree. Resign resign stays in New Orleans. And the last big name on this list uh, of free agents is Cam Newton. Scam Newton. Scam. I love Cam, man. That's my, that's my my. Ever since Peyton like was like retiring, Cam became my guy. And then recently, it's been Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. But um, Cam, man. I want New England to resign him to give him another chance, but New England was not. I, I think New England's legitimately going to go after either Carson Wentz or Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, and Cam will. Like, what team? What team needs a Cam Newton? My my guess would be he reunites with Ron Rivera in Washington. That would be my guess. I can see that. That's what I could see. Did Jonas they have a good relationship? Like when they when they kind of broke up? They were they were cool. They were cool. I, I think they they were good tandem there. Okay. And if you look at the receiver set, like it's kind of the same thing he had in in uh Carolina. No so really big why name. would he why would he want to go because he's a free agent? Why would he want to go back to that? I mean, you got Terry scary Terry. Terry, Terry. But when's the last time think because the, the problem that I have. Tam's not, always played with really good defenses, and the, this is a really good defense. I agree with that. The one problem I always had with people who hate on Cam a lot, 
he's never really had prolific receivers. No, never. Like, think about it. His he's best been for like two years. His best receiver was an old Steve Smith and then a running back in, in Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, DJ Moore is okay, you know, he's okay, but he relied on his tight ends a lot. Greg yeah, Olson. Uh, so it's like, yeah, exactly. So it's like Washington make actually does make sense because they have they have that young kid. I forgot his name, tight end. He came on late last year. He's really Thomas. good. What's his name? Thomas Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas, right? I think that's his name. He's good. Mm-hmm. The running game. I mean, so it's, whatever. So I don't know. I feel like he needs a lot to be successful. But they, and, they have a good old line. They have a really good old line, which will be good for him. But his arm is not good no more. Like he don't got. It wasn't never really super great. It was strong, but it wasn't super accurate. Right yeah. now, he doesn't even have the strength that he used to have because he's still not a hundred percent. Like I feel like he will never be a hundred percent again. Just the way he plays football, he's never going to be a hundred percent. So it's like. I could see a Washington happening, but who does that benefit? That benefits Cam, or does it benefits the Redskins? I mean, the football team, because I don't think that's going to help them at all. I think Alex Smith is better, but he's just hurt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's but he's also got that freak injury that you're kind of scared about as well, too. Yeah. At what point do you got to call it quits on that? But my my guess is he goes to Washington. That would be my guess. Okay. Um, now let's go to the possible trade chips. Um, yeah. <laughs> These dumbasses did all they could to get this boy because they saw him learning. And the first year he gets there, and it was the first or the second year? Second year, right? He takes him to the ship. Who are we talking about? Uh, it rhymes with Shmarapolo. Oh, Jimmy G. <laughs> I honestly think Jimmy G is overrated. Oh, 100%. He's just, he just a cute boy. That's all he is. He looks good. Who dates porn stars. Like, I don't, porn stars. I, I'm not... I'm not, I don't understand. I know he was thinking, see, that's why at a time I thought Bill Belichick was a better coach than Tom Brady was a better player. Because even when Tom Brady was out, Matt Castle, ball, Jacob Brissett, ball, Jimmy G, ball. I was like, all right, it's, he, maybe all these boys are good. Maybe the system is great. He went to San Francisco. He had success early on. He really did. Mm-hmm. He got him to the Super Bowl, but his ceiling has already been reached. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like he's reached, like, because he, you know, he is a pretty boy. I feel like he's probably spending too much time doing what pretty boys do and not worrying about football anymore. Living in San Francisco's, well, living in California is easier access to have fun than living in Boston. So, and even at that, you're in the shadow of a lot of great quarterbacks in San Francisco. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So he would he was never gonna live up to, to a Montana or a Steve Young. So his best bet is yeah, to get his ass back to New England, go hang out with uh, McDaniels and and uh and uh Bill Belichick for for a little while and kind of just learn how to be a better quarterback. That's his best bet. And uh, Bill Belichick is not dumb. He he wants, you know, he wants what makes sense, and it will make sense to bring him back. Because Jared Stidham is not the answer, and they're not bringing back Cam. However, they could draft, I think, a Mac Jones. 
There's a whole lot. We'll we'll do a draft segment we'll later. We'll do a draft on. segment, but I feel like that might happen too. So it kind of just depends on what what it's, happens. It's, I mean, that throws in. That's what I'm trying to put all this in at the same time. Yeah. When I give you like my draft picks or any of that. Too um, I I could see them staying put with him mm-hmm. and testing him one more year, but I could also see him getting traded back to like a New England. Yeah. Or a team like the Broncos that need a quarterback. Those are two guys I could see see going after him. Mm-hmm. Um, let's jump the, on to your boy, who's been you know circling, and they said by the end of the week it, it might the deal might who's get done. Boy, ain't not my boy. <laughs> He's not my um, boy no more. <laughs> Carson Wentz. All right. The, the clear the clear favor right now seems to be the Colts, and I I think that's to me I think that's where he would land. But there's two other names that are floated out there in Chicago. And they're saying like what they want for once is is dumb, stupid, mm-hmm. and the other one is New England. Yeah. So you know, as a Eagles insider, because I am an Eagles insider, you know, I I'm a beat writer and all that stuff. I'm lying, but hey, you know, I'm plugging myself in case y'all want to give me a job, you know. But anyway, Carson, man, Car- Carson, and I like I, I like the guy. He's a good dude, right? But he's he's kind of overstate. He's in a marriage that is not able to be fixed anymore they got rid of the coach like think about it it's like let's say i'm married to somebody i got rid of all my friends for you and you still want to break up with me then it's you know it is what it is we got rid of the coach you know we we're gonna we got a coach that could fix him in sarani who i cannot still i don't get it but anyway and still he wants to leave right so the coach is an obvious you know makes sense but the Bears, the package that I was hearing, we're gonna get Nick Foles back. <laughs> I love Nick Foles. Okay, he won me. You can't, you can't he won me a Super Bowl. Okay, I am forever embedded to him. Like I have a shrine. It'll be his third stint with the Eagles now. Third, right? He has been successful in every stint with the Eagles. Every other stint that he goes to everywhere else, the Rams and the whoever else, he's been trash. Yeah. So it's like. He needs to be back in Philly. And then we're going to get their first round pick. And then they were still asking for another player. So maybe they were asking for too much. What do I, I would like for him to go to Chicago? Where I expect him to go is, is going to be the Colts. Okay. Because Frank Reich, knows him. when we That's won the Super Bowl, I gave all the credit to Frank Reich and John DeFilippo. John DeFilippo is in Chicago. He's the quarterback coach. That I think he just got promoted to offensive coordinator or something like that in Chicago. And then our offensive coordinator at the time, Frank Reich, is now in Indianapolis. I don't think the, I don't think the Patriots have a chance. It's going to be between those two teams, unless and they're trying to get a third team involved. So unless the Chicago Bears are willing to give up a, a, a king's ransom for him, which obviously won't make sense for Carson Wentz, seeing the, the decline in his play, I feel like the Colts. The Eagles and the Colts are eventually because we've we've been dealing back and forth. We've been taking all their coaches, and like I told you a couple of weeks ago, I felt like it was kind of like a hey, look, we'll give you Sarani, but let's get let me get Carson off you. Like it was like yeah. under the table kind of thing. So I feel like at some point they're gonna cave, we're gonna cave, and we're gonna make both parties happy. And uh, Carson wants to be a Colt. Okay, I agree with that too. Um, the phone's ringing in Houston. No one's picking up. Not picking up the damn phone. <laughs> I'm I'm saying he stays. I'm saying Deshaun stays. And then, and then what? Is he gonna hold out? He could hold out. And then what? They're not gonna. He's just not gonna play. 
Uh, I don't know, but I, I think they're going to, I think he's going to stay put in Houston for one more season and then they'll fulfill his, his wish to trade him. The crazy thing about that is the fact that they are so adamant. I mean, gun hole adamant, like foot in the ground cement that they're not going to trade him. I know. Right? And he does not want to be there. And he had, he, he deleted his whole bio. He has no affiliation to that team. Hopkins told him, don't be loyal to him. Audrey Johnson told him, don't be loyal to him. Everybody said, everybody on the team currently, yeah, we understand he should go. Like, he should go be somewhere else. J.J. Watt is probably going to be a buck next year. Like, he nobody's going to be left. <laughs> Deshaun Watson has no business being with the Texans. Because they're, they're like the Lions, honestly. Well, they're better ran than the Lions. But let's be real. Like, they, they've, been a, they've been a train wreck. And he's been carrying them. And he realized these fools don't give a damn about me. They got rid of my best receiver. I have no offensive lineman. I have no other receivers because Brandon Cooks is literally a headache because he's always going to get a concussion. Mm-hmm. This dude's taking steroids and now uh, and Fuller, like it's I don't know. He that that one that one is a is a questionable one for me because they're at a stalemate. Mm-hmm. So they got to see who got the bigger who got the bigger guns at that point. I have no pick, idea. If you had to pick a team, who would he go to? Outside of the Texans, mm-hmm. the Dolphins. Me too. I agree with you. At some point, they got to realize, look, we can get, at least we can get Tua. You know, like, we don't know what we have in Tua yet, but at the bare minimum, we can get Tua, who was, at one point, one of the best college football players we've seen in, in, in some time, right? Mm-hmm. So, at some point, they just have to buy, you know, their pride. It's the pride, it's a pride thing, you know? You don't want the player to win. Uh, McNair, the owner, at one point said... We don't want the prisoners running the uh, asylum or whatever, right? They don't want Deshaun Watson calling the shots. It's a pride thing for them, especially a young black kid. They don't yeah. want that to happen. Yeah. But at some point, don't be an idiot. Like, just free him of his of his deal. Let him go to Miami. Or let him go to the 49ers. If Deshaun Watson goes to the 49ers, I'm telling you right now, that's a damn Super Bowl team. John Lynch gets a second Hall of Fame call. Or the Broncos. Broncos. Broncos have a nice little appealing Bronco. Because I've heard I've heard the Broncos. And John Owen always loves to go get a quarterback. You know what? Scratch that. Not the Dolphins. He's gonna end up in Denver or San Francisco. And you, okay. can, flip, you can flip a coin on that one. All right. <laughs> um Kirk Cousins. What uh Minnesota keeps flirting that with Brown, getting rid of him. Who's going to take her cousins? You know where I think he could land up? San Fran. For what? Tell me, what's the difference between Garoppolo and Kirk Cousins? You like that? I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know, man. I've always been like under the radar on Kirk Cousins. I'm I'm not like a all in on him. But he has some pretty big games, and he and he finds guys. What is the difference between I'd Kirk Cousins and Cousins. Garoppolo? I would rather Kirk Cousins than Jimmy Garoppolo. By a hair. Well, all I'm saying his is old, he, his rookie receiver was cussing him out in the end zone. Like, yo, what the F, uh, Kirk? Like, yeah, so that's, that's another breed of player, man. Justin Jefferson, like, don't even get me started on him. I love should, the guy. I love his talent. Should he been the offensive rookie of the year, by the way, over Herbert? Have been. Thank Why you. Call it the 
uh, what is it? The QB rookie of the year is what they should call it. It's annoying. Uh, it's so annoying. <laughs> it's, it's annoying. Uh, if they trade, I, I think he'll stay put in Minnesota. Minnesota's yeah, no, stupid to trade him. Cause think about it. Why would why would Minnesota take Garoppolo back? Or were they gonna do draft somebody? Like I don't know what they're gonna do. Like nah, I, he'll Kirk Cousins will be a Viking next year. I'm just going about names that I keep reading about and seeing. Okay, I got you. I got saying. you. <laughs> so if he were to get traded, do you think they would trade or they stand pat? He's not going anywhere. All right, Alex Smith. He's not going anywhere. I agree. Marcus Mariota has now become a hot up commodity now. He might be the starter in Oakland next year. He could be. Do you think he's starter material? No. No? No. I don't know. I, I think he's good for like two or three games. And then you then you realize, damn, he's about to get hurt again. Because he's about to die for a touchdown. He's going to get hit in the head. He's going to have a concussion protocol for three weeks. So Mariota is like... When you have like a when you have like a pocket quarterback, it's easy for them to be a backup forever. When you have a running quarterback, they're gonna bounce around. Cause it, like look at RG three. I don't know what the like RG three should have been. Like think about it. Those two draft classes: Andrew Luck, Jameis Winston, RG three, and Marcus Mariota. Like those four were supposed to carry us for the next 10, 15 years, right? None of them. Andrew Luck is, is retired because his body couldn't take it no more. Jameis is praying for the second chance to work out. Mariota is praying for the second chance to work out. And RG3 was a, was playing on a Wednesday uh, a couple weeks, like eight weeks ago, because Lamar Jackson had COVID. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I don't think Mariota has anything left in the tank other than just be a, a backup to a quarterback that plays like him. I think, I think he hasn't. A second opportunity, but it's going to have to come with an injury, and then he can try it. But he can't back up a Derek Carr. He needs to back up like a who's a athlete, like a Josh <laughs> Allen. Yeah, like somebody I, like that. I I think he goes to the Bears. That's what I'm thinking. I think the Bears take a chance on him and then draft a quarterback or something like that. The That's Bears are going to get Carson Wentz. <laughs> All right, let's let's we already did Carson Wentz. <laughs> Gardner Minshew, the uh, Broncos. I agree with you on that. <laughs> and now last one. And this one, this one pains me. And now, now I'm not an insider, but I may know some things. Is this my personal one that I've been gung-ho about? Mr. Sam Darnold. Oh, no. Sam Darnold is going to get traded. No. He'll be backing up. Uh, damn. They got the second pick. They better not draft no fucking QB with that second pick. They might draft, they might draft Zach Wilson, honestly, what I'm hearing. They better not draft that guy who gets no pussy at BYU. Let my be, let my dog be on Mormon, man. Come on. What's that? I am Sean, exactly Steve Young. Come on. Not having it. Steve he, Young. Young got a lot of pussy when he went to Tampa Bay and then when he went to the Yo, Steve Young went from BYU to damn Ebor City. Like, damn, what a fuck. Is this what I've been missing out? What um, what? But no. Uh, this is this is my prediction on Mr. Darnold. There's a lot of free agents that we're targeting, and one of them is his college receiver and Mr. Juju. So I think around the organization, from what I'm hearing right now, anything is playable. If they get the right package to trade him, he'll be gone. If they're smart, they give him an offense and put him in a position to win because I think that's all that he's needed is to be given, given weapons to play with. 
So if you can sign a Juju Smith Schuster, we're 65 million over the cap. We've got money to spend. Under the cap. Under the cap. Under the cap. Yeah. Under the cap. My bad. Um, we've got money to spend. Use them on offense, man. Please use them on if if any Jets fucking person is tapping into this, just use it on offense for once. Make it make Jets people feel happy for once. But I think I think they they should keep him if they were to ship him out. Um he's just gonna be a backup somewhere, in my opinion. Maybe yeah, maybe ship, Chicago. You know good. where I think he would go, they would have ship him out. He would compete with Derek Carr for that starting job in Las Vegas. I think he he will fit that that John Gruden, like, you know, tough guy kind of I don't know. He's he's got that John Gruden in him to me. So that Chris Sims, that, <laughs> that Chris Sims from back in the day. Mm, Yo, know. but one name, you know, I've been talking about. Throw it out. Russell Wilson. So in case y'all haven't heard, because he doesn't think I'm serious about this, but I've been listening to the rumblings. Now, I want you to remember this. When Baker Mayfield was getting drafted, the Seattle Seahawks called the Cleveland Browns and said, we will give you Russell Wilson for that number one overall pick. Okay? I don't think Russell Wilson has forgotten that. He signed that extension because he's about to get paid. But he signed that because Sierra does not want to live in Seattle no more. Okay? I think this is more – because I know you're talking about, oh, we'll get him a left tackle, we'll get him whatever he needs, right? I think this is bigger than football for him. First of all, their identity, they're a, run, they're a running football team. That's what they want to be. They drafted Metcalf and all these boys, right? But they want to run the football. Like, they have backups on backups on backups for running backs. They passed the ball in the first half of the season. Second half of the season, Russell looked bad because I feel like the play calling got different, right? I think Pete Carroll is old, right? Seven, he about to turn 70. That's what makes him like. He's an old school. He's an old school coach so passing the football is not in his his def, his mentality is play defense and run the football right and i think russell wilson he watches drew Brees, he's watching tom brady he's watching patching mahomes he's watching all he's like bro that's what i want to do i just want to go throw the football right he was on the dan patrick show the other day and they were like you know teams are calling about you because teams are calling about russell wilson He's, he's like, what do you think about that? He's like, yeah, they should be calling about me. I'm great. That's literally what he basically what he said. Then yeah. he said, that's up, to, down, that's up to the Seahawks to do what they want to do. He wasn't all like, oh, I want to be a Seahawk for life. Political answer, no. He's like, mm-hmm. let them do what they want to do. Because deep down, I think he's ready. You know where I think he might end up as not next, not in uh, the next, huh? Atlanta. I think he might end up with the Jets. Man, don't don't do this to me. <laughs> I think he I think he needs to be in a market like so the Giants or the Jets. I almost cried when you said that. The Giants or the Jets, but I feel like they'll probably trade him to the AFC team. So I yeah. think the Jets or the Dolphins. Not this year, but February 10th, 2022. So after the Super Bowl next year, when they get knocked out in the first round again, and he's pissed off again, don't be surprised when Russell Wilson is a not as Seahawk anymore. Wouldn't be surprised. 
I wouldn't be I want, just read between the lines and read the tea leaves. I'm telling you. I forgot about that Browns thing, but yeah, that's, that's crazy, right? Think about. And with an answer like that, if you don't give the, the perfect political answer, there's some rumblings going and on. And we're talking about Russell Wilson, the most cookie yeah. cut, clean, yeah. nice guy in the world. Yeah. Right? Um, and then even at that, when you think about it, when you hear his camp, his camp, now you're getting the people who are behind the scenes. Yeah. Involved. Yeah. That is, that's a good I'm thing. You. And listen, I'm telling you, I've been watching this thing with Sierra for the last few years. Cause this was talked about three years ago. And I was like, Oh, uh, nah, 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 nah. Every, I think but Sierra, like, do you think Giselle wanted to be in Boston any longer? They live in a castle. That bitch she had crazy. her first opportunity to leave. She said, we're moving to Florida. <laughs> Come on, man. It's not, it's, this isn't, Giselle was not letting Tom play another day in Boston. He's like, yo, we coming to Florida. Because Giselle wanted Tom Brady to retire five years ago. Remember? Like, he keeps getting hit and hurt and mm -hmm. this and that and suspended and because he had to deflate. All this bull crap. He was going through everything. Giselle wanted him to retire years ago. Now she was on the parade today partying her ass yeah. off, getting drunk with Tom Brady. <laughs> Russell Wilson would not be in Seattle in right, 365 days. <laughs> What's up? You believe right. me now? You heard it here first. I said you heard it here first. Huh? You believe me now? I can run with it. All I right. can run with it. All right. But if he if he comes in green, I'll be I'll be a happy man. Um all right. all right, let's run it. Where do you go to college? Let's wrap this up. All right. So I I I I can I compiled this list. They're all were very good offensive players. One of them was a suggestion by Nick again. Um, but I I specifically went with this one because my boy has seven rings, just like Tom Brady. Robert Ori, first of all, where did Robert Ori go to college? Boom. Alabama. Road, road tide. Easy. I know you, you studied that one. You knew that one was coming. Mm -hmm. Now, the next four guys I'm going to mention all were bucket getters. All put up buckets, right? They come from different eras, but they all put up buckets. They all had amazing seasons, okay? Okay. The first guy, he was the number four overall pick in 1992 uh, by the Dallas Mavericks, if I'm not mistaken, Jim Jackson. Jim Jackson went to the Ohio State. Listen, you don't you ever say the around me again. Go blue. He had the freshest part in his hair at that yeah, time. He did. He did. He had the little part. Okay. Next. You're two for two. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Next. My boy won, if I'm not mistaken, he won a slam dunk contest. And my boy averaged like 20-something, 20 27 a game one season. Like, my boy was putting up numbers in the 80s. Okay. It's in the 80s, though. Tom Chambers. Fuck, man. I don't, I, I know the guy. Just, you know just, Tom Chambers. I know. I just don't know where the fuck he went to college. That's like, wait, I never got to see Tom Chambers ever play. The University of Utah. Mm -hmm. It would be, my guess, big white boy can dunk. My he boy won. was yamming on these boys. He was, dude, he was grabbing rebounds. I know that, yeah, man. Tom, was Tom, Tom, Tom was different, okay? All right, next one. Okay. Another uh, another Caucasian basketball player that was balling, but he was putting up points. He played uh, with the with the Denver Nuggets back when they were throwing up 180 points in, in, a, in a basketball game in the 80s. 
Where did Kiki Vandeweghe go to college? Oh, bro, I never watched that guy ever play. I just think he was a GM. He's relevant. He is relevant, but it's nobody I ever like really watched play. I told you, like my my knowledge doesn't go that far back. Ah, you're making this. Uh, you I'll give you a guess, though. I'll give you a guess. Um, Kentucky, West Coast, UCLA. He went to UCLA. You guessed, though. I know you guessed, so you're oh, not going to get it to right. I was going to say, is it West Coast? UCLA. Or... <laughs> yeah. All right. This one's more recent. This one's more recent, okay? All right. Now, I feel like he was an overrated slash underrated player, but he had a good career until he just stopped, okay? Yeah. Kevin Martin Jr. Yeah. You not remember? Martin. The light-skinned boy. Kevin Martin. Yeah, he was a good player. He was uh, a good player. He was putting up 20 plus. He was. All the time. And he's always Buckets. on teams, man. Buckets. Um, Buckets. Fuck, man. Kevin Martin. You're not going to get this one. If you get this one, whatever bet you want, you got. <laughs> Probably some tiny little school, too. Um, Ohio State. Some small little school. I just went out of the box. Ohio State. Yeah, they are some small little school. I don't know. Western Carolina University. Wow. Yeah, crazy. But I'm not. He he got buckets. Now all these these players were bucket getters, and then Robert Ory got seven rings. (laughs) Yeah. So that's it. That's That's it. That's five. Ory, Jim Jackson, Tom Chambers, Kiki Vandeweghe, Kevin. Martin, give me one more off the dome. Off the off the dome. I'll give you one that's easy then. No, come on. Off the dome. Where did uh, Landry Shamit go to college? I don't even know who the fuck that. That's that little weird looking dude. I don't know where he went. He sucks. (laughs) What? Landry Shamit? He don't average five a game, man. (laughs) How about an NFL one? Three teams in three years. How about an NFL one? I'll try it. Chris Godwin, Penn State. Yeah, he did, right? I think he did. I think he did, too. I'm pretty sure he did. He did. I'm pretty sure he did. Look, get your inside tip. I'm going to ask my insider. Give me one second. He went to Penn State University. Woo! Let's go. All right. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, man. Too far back for me, but, I mean, hey, UCLA is always a safe pick to go with. You got to guess the West. I'm always going to give you a West Coast, and it's probably going to be UCLA. Just, you that's going to be my safe bet from now on. All right. Um, yep. So, you know, the routine Twitter at fair underscore weather pod, IG, Facebook, just search for the fair weather podcast and anywhere you subscribe to podcasts, you can find us on the fair weather podcast. Today is probably my last day as a Bucks fan until uh, the Eagles suck again next year. So go Bucks. <laughs> Peace. Peace.